know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. This is the show that challenges you to make a difference. This is the time that motivates you to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. For this one hour, spend the time listening, thinking about how this information presented here today applies to you. Not to your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person that can really change. You are the only person you are responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference. Now, we are all busy, and we lead very busy lives, and we're moving into that busy season of the year when we have to get more done than we can even imagine. And sometimes we really like the excitement of being busy. It makes us feel more alive. But more often, we get caught up in the task, the obligation, the expectation. And it might be easy to forget our goals or lose our focus. There is so much information out there. And so many things to get done. And especially at this time of the year, it seems like there's just so much to do. So much that we expect of ourselves and other people that it's easy to get overwhelmed and confused. We clutter our minds with all kinds of what seems to be important stuff. But when it comes right down to it, we often take for granted the people and the actions that are the most important, not only important to us, but important to our world. And then we waste our energy. We spend our energy on things that don't really matter. So let's start this morning by making our own sunshine. You know, this is the week of Thanksgiving. It's the day before a holiday that is designed just for gratitude. Is that just so cool? We have a whole holiday designed for gratitude. Unfortunately for some people, it's the only day that they express gratitude. But at least we have one day. So today, I'm asking you, think about all of the things you're grateful for. Not just a few. But make a long list of everything you're grateful for. Start with the people. Who are the people that are most important in your life? Who are the people that made a difference in your life? Now, this is very, very important to be connected to. Who influenced you to be who you are today? And can you be grateful for them? I'm not just talking about that teacher in sixth grade who took the time to pay attention to you, and to treat you in a unique 
way so that you really blossom? A teacher that perhaps saw your talent, saw who you really were, and nurtured that? That's not who I'm talking about. That's important to remember that person. I'm also talking about the other people in your life. The ones who maybe presented a challenge. The ones who maybe didn't treat you very nicely because they had influence on you as well. Are you grateful for them? Because who you are today, the person that you have become, has been influenced both by positive influences and the challenges. Can you be grateful for your challenges as well? I hope so. And then move to the people that are closest. Are you grateful for them? And how do you tell them that? How do you show your gratitude for them? It's important to recognize. Important that you know how you express your gratitude. And do you express it in a way that they can receive? A lot of times we think we're showing gratitude. We think that we show our appreciation. But we do it in a language that the other person doesn't understand. So are you expressing your gratitude in a way that the person receiving that can actually read? They can actually feel it. And then what are the other blessings that you have in your life? Do you have pets? Do you have a safe home? Do you have heat and hot water? All those basics. Do you enjoy the blessings that come to you? And do you truly appreciate them? This is the day to make that very, very long list of all of the things that are important to you and that you are grateful for. And then the next step, go inside. What are you grateful for within yourself? Your own talent, your own abilities, your own nature. Are you grateful for that? Because who you are from within carries out into the world. And I am always surprised at how subtle that little shift within can be so dramatic on the outside. I was reminded of that this week. On Monday, I was a little bit out of sorts. I was off my schedule a little bit and hadn't gone quite the way I had expected And what was just a little out of sorts? And do you know, as I walked one of my clients down the hall to my office door, she kept looking at me, kept looking at me. And finally she said, are you all right? I didn't know there was any difference in my manner, my voice, how I greeted her. I didn't think there was anything different. And yet she read that little change within me wasn't quite who she expected, wasn't quite as calm, and she felt that. So even the subtle changes that you have within you, when you are balanced and calm, it is noticed. It does make a difference. 
And I want to especially remind you of that. This, because this is the time that many families come together. Many families come together in celebration. And sometimes those celebrations aren't so joyous. There are so many expectations. Communication breaks down. People expect other people to do things that they don't do or expect them to anticipate some need. And then there's challenge. There's conflict. When we remain calm and at peace, we can influence an entire family gathering. When we are calm and welcoming and joyous, we are the ones that have the influence on that whole family gathering. And we can create an atmosphere that truly is joyous, welcoming, and grateful. Isn't that what we're all about? Gratitude. So when we are grateful, when we come from a place of truly recognizing how very blessed we are, the little things don't matter. You know, the little things of whether someone remembered to cook the potatoes just right, or whether they remembered to bring the dish that they said they would bring, or whether they're being nice or us being who they are, those little things, you can take those in stride when you are at peace within yourself. And so the way that you can this week at your family gathering remain at peace is to stay in gratitude of who you are and who the people around you are. After all, if you invited family to your home or you're going to someone else's home, and you're spending time with family, why are you doing that? Do you appreciate what you have? There will be many people on this holiday and many of the coming holidays that do not have family to be with and would like to be. There are many people who will celebrate this holiday in a way that might be foreign to us. It is important to remember why we gather as family, what it is that we want from family, and whether that want is realistic, or whether we should simply step back and coming from a place of peace within ourselves, can we spread peace? out from us as ripples like sunshine and light traveling through every person who we come in contact with this all right now we're about to take a short break and when we come back I'm going to talk about hypnosis hypnosis is a tool for him Hypnosis is a way to make changes within yourself, maybe even bringing yourself to that calm, peaceful place. This is Mary Beth Lodge on Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning. Our topic today is for, about the use of hypnosis for healing. Last week, we heard an incredible story from Dr. Robert Otto about the use of hypnosis in his healing and in healing for many people. And I'm sure that if you listened to his interview last week, you heard his great enthusiasm for hypnosis and some of the incredible ways that our thoughts can influence our health and our lives. In the past several weeks, we've been uh, we've talked repeatedly about the power of your thoughts and taking charge of your thoughts, and using your thoughts as a positive influence. Today, I'd like to go a step further and begin to discuss how you can understand and use this powerful tool for your own benefit. So today, I'm going to address some of the basics about the tool of hypnosis. I'll cover the difference between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. You'll learn about the power of a single thought to make physical changes, And we will also discuss how you can begin to use this tool for yourself to make a difference in your own life. And, of course, when you make a change within yourself, there is a ripple that begins to flow out to those around you and begins to influence them in a positive way. So let's get the what it's not out of the way. The myths about hypnosis are really quite comical to me and usually come from what we see on TV or in the movies. 
hypnosis is not sleep. There are some individuals who are able to reach a very profound state of hypnosis, and they will have no recall of their experience. This is not sleep, and this is not the most common experience of hypnosis. Most people, about 60% of people who use hypnosis, simply go to a comfortable state of relaxation and are still aware of their surroundings. They still hear what's going on around them, and they are very aware of the suggestions they're being given. And another 20% go to a very light state of relaxation. They might feel comfortable and relaxed, and they are very aware of the suggestions that they receive and the activity that's going on around them. I had one student who, while in this light state of trance, knew exactly how many minutes he had been in trance because he counted the ticks of the second hand of the clock in the room. Now, I love this because I knew that while he was busy consciously counting the tick of the second hand, his subconscious mind was accepting the suggestions I had given him. I couldn't have designed a better exercise for his success than this one was. So the first myth of hypnosis is that hypnosis is not sleep. Some people will think they were asleep because they went to that very deep level of relaxation and no longer heard the suggestions. But again, this is not the most common experience of hypnosis. The second myth of hypnosis is that hypnosis is not mind control. No one can make you do something in hypnosis that you ordinarily wouldn't do. I always make the promise to any client I work with that they will not walk away from the session clucking like a chicken or barking like a dog. Now, I mainly make this promise for selfish reasons. It would be bad for my business. And just think about the marketing impact of one person walking through our medical office building barking like a dog. Definitely would have a negative effect on my business. But beyond that, I can't make someone bark like a dog unless they want to do so. No amount of hypnosis can make you change something that you want to keep. So if you go to a hypnotist, to make you love to exercise when you really hate to exercise. You probably won't be successful in making this change unless it's a change you really want to make. You can make a change in your motivation to exercise if this is what you want, and you can even make a change in how you feel about exercise if it's what you want. But you see, if someone tells you you need to make a change and it's not something you want to make, you won't do it. I mean, think about it. How many times has, some, has someone said, you should go or you should do, and you think to yourself, but I don't want to, and you don't do it, do you? And there are many shoulds. We put shoulds on ourselves. I should go wash my car. I should go clean the house. I should eat better. But if I don't want to, I don't do it. So if it's not a change that you want for yourself, hypnosis is not an effective tool. Let me say that in a different way. Unless you want the change, your own mind will reject the suggestion, and therefore the suggestion will be ineffective. The third myth of hypnosis is the fear that someone will not wake up from the hypnotic state. This is impossible. Hypnosis is a natural state, but I'll explain in just a few minutes. Even if when placed into a very deep hypnotic state, an individual would fail to follow the suggestion of the hypnotist to emerge from hypnosis, the brain just goes to the next natural level, which is sleep. 
And when the sleep cycle is complete, awakening, awakening occurs spontaneously, just like waking up from a nap. Now, you know that you wake up one way or another. Either somebody wakes you up or there's an alarm that rings and you wake up in response to that, but you wake up. So it's impossible for hypnosis to not not come back or for an individual in hypnosis to not come back. It doesn't happen because the brain is designed to simply use that meditative state to go into deep sleep and then to emerge from sleep. So I'd like to start out with a little exercise just to get us started on an understanding of the mind. I'd like you to sort through your memory until you find a very pleasant memory, maybe a holiday or a celebration, the birth of a new baby or the accomplishment of a goal. It might have been a sports event in which you achieved a success. Just think back and find something that you really enjoyed. That's right. Now bring up that memory even stronger, like it's happening right now. Fill in all the details and make it bright. Add the sounds in and let them resonate in your ears. Maybe there are smells or a taste that goes with this event. Maybe there were wonderful foods that were served or maybe there's an ocean breeze and the scent of that fills your nostrils. Just fill in all of the details. That's right. Okay. Now, take your awareness to your body. Are you smiling? Has your breathing changed? Are your muscles more relaxed? How do you feel emotionally? Does your feeling now match? the feeling you had at that time? Well, how did that happen? It's those special mirror neurons working again. Remember, those same cells of your brain that were activated during the actual event have just been activated again by the memory of that event. Do you remember we've talked about mirror neurons before? These are specialized neural cells, nerve cells in your brain And they were designed to help us match and learn from the people around us. Well, these nerve cells don't know the difference between something you're really doing and something you're imagining. So every time that you imagine something, you activate these cells. This is how your brain works. And this is why hypnosis works. Because when you activate those cells, you begin to send messages throughout your brain to follow or anticipate those actions. Let me take this to a more basic physical level. Now, you can do this anywhere. If you're driving your car, it's okay. You can follow this. Just follow my voice. As you are listening to me, I want you to think about, imagine, or feel that you are beginning to develop a very strong need to swallow. That need to swallow is becoming stronger and stronger. Really focus on that need to swallow. And in just a moment, I'm going to count from five to one. On the count of one, or maybe before, this need to swallow will be very, very strong. And as you feel this sensation, simply swallow and relax. Five, four, 
three, two, one. That's right. Now, some of you felt the need to swallow immediately, and some of you felt it as I described the need to swallow, and some of you simply followed directions and followed on the count of one. But for the most part, if you weren't listening and following my suggestion, you actually did swallow, didn't you? Isn't this amazing? You created a physical change with your focused thought. You used your mind to change something in your physical body. Didn't take any special training. Didn't even take a lot of time. And it didn't take place because of your willpower. It sort of just happened automatically, didn't it? That's right. The body responded automatically to your focused thought. Do you see how powerful this can be? If you can focus your thinking, you can create a physical change in your body. Isn't that amazing? Do you realize how powerful this is? So, how do we use the tool of hypnosis? Well, we use it many times in a day, and we don't even know what we're doing. And you see, the brain has an automatic cycle of hypnosis or trance. So there is a brainwave state that we can actually measure that shows us when someone is in that trance state or that meditative state. And this brainwave state actually occurs about every 90 minutes throughout your day when you are awake. Most of the time, we're not aware of it because it's such a natural state. We actually become more aware of it if we don't allow it to occur because then we notice it as brain fatigue or mental fatigue. It feels like information overload. There's just too much happening in our brain, and we can't take in any more information. You know this feeling. You also know the experience of trance, if I call your attention to it. Have you ever had the experience of driving in your car, and all of a sudden you sort of look around at your surroundings and you think, I have no idea how I got here. Maybe it's the last 10 miles of the highway or maybe even longer. Or you've been watching TV and you have no idea what just happened on the TV for the last few minutes. Or you were reading a book and you keep rereading the same paragraph over and over again and every time you start the paragraph, your mind seems to go somewhere and you still don't know what you read. All of those are natural trance states. Trance occurs naturally every time we fall asleep and every time we wake up. It's a natural state of brain activity. It is how we sort and file information, how we access our creativity, and how we activate our natural healing of our physical body. Not the dramatic major stuff, just the natural repair and replacement of cells. So if trance is a natural state, it must be of some benefit to us. In hypnosis, we learn to use this natural state in a focused and intentional way. We use this natural state to access our creativity, activate our memory. You know, that's when you've lost your keys and you say, hmm, I wonder where I put them. And your brain starts to go on a search and some, suddenly you get an idea and you know where you put your keys. We also use this natural state to deactivate unhealthy thought patterns or habits. And we use this natural state, this state of trance, to create health. We can also 
create dishealth or disease if we focus our mind on that instead. I'll explain that in a minute. In this natural state of trance, we are open to suggestions. That suggestion can be negative, like when we say to ourselves, oh, I'm getting a sore throat, or oh, I'll probably get sick. Or it can be positive. I feel great. My body is healthy. We give ourselves suggestions all day long. And even if we are not in a state of trance, we still access the subconscious thought through repetition. So the things we repeat over and over again become a part of our subconscious mind. Now, I haven't explained the subconscious mind yet. We made reference to it during Dr. Otto's interview. I'm going to explain that after we take a short break. But suffice it to say that we accept these suggestions because we say them to ourselves in our own voice. That's right. Our voice carries a lot of significance within our own minds. Now, it is time for us to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll continue talking about the power of the subconscious mind and the tool of hypnosis. This is Mary Beth Lodge. You are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Which guests are being featured this week? Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. With today's outside pressures and current realities, many of us are feeling a loss of control and freedom concerning our lives, business, and where we stand in society. But that can change. Tune in to The Power of the Human Connection with Chris Schultenover. Through the art of storytelling in authentic human terms, we lead you to true and honest realizations and collaborations to better your life and the lives of others. The Power of the Human Connection is heard live Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. 
or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We've been talking about the tool of hypnosis and that natural state of trance that our brains automatically go into many, many times in a day. And we were talking about how we accept suggestions in our own voice. I also want you to be aware that we accept suggestions from voices that we respect as an authority. And so those suggestions, even if not given in a hypnotic trance state, are also accepted. Things that were repeated to us, things that we repeat to ourselves or things that were repeated to us, especially before we turned about seven or eight years of age, are plugged into our minds as truth or belief. See, before this age, we really hadn't developed the part of our mind that protects us from suggestions that don't fit or don't benefit us. We, as adults, have that part of our mind. You know, someone says something to us and and our conscious mind says, now, wait a minute, I don't know if I believe that. And we'll reject things that don't fit us. But before the age of seven or maybe eight, pretty much anything that's said to us we accept and we believe. You know, you can always tell when a, a child begins to develop that ability to question or um, to evaluate because they start questioning the presence of Santa Claus. I don't really believe in Santa Claus. Where does Santa Claus come from? You know, when they start to have those kinds of questions, you know that their mind is beginning to develop that protective mechanism. But before that, things that are said to a child pretty much go in and become a part of their belief system. You have all of those. The things that you were told as a young child are there unless you worked at making changes in those beliefs. Any suggestion that we repeat, whether we repeat it or someone else repeats it or we use it as a recording, any suggestion that is repeated every day for 30 days becomes a habit or a belief in our subconscious mind. And once this occurs, the subconscious mind will act out this habit or belief. This is the whole basis of the power of attraction. We act on what we have convinced ourselves is true, whether it is a negative or a positive. Last week, Dr. Otto stated it so very simply. He said that when he was about 13, a Chinese man said to him, from birth to death, we move in the direction of our most dominant thought. And I've heard Dr. Otto teach that for many, many years. From birth to death, we move in the direction of our most dominant thought. And that is true whether we ever learn to use the tool of hypnosis or not. Because our subconscious mind follows the direction of our conscious mind. The conscious mind decides if something is right or true, at least as adults. And once this decision is made, the subconscious mind follows this direction and acts out the thought that the conscious mind chose to accept. So what is the difference between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind? Let's start with the conscious mind. Okay, are you ready? This is the part of our mind that looks, listens, and learns, analyzes, criticizes, accepts, or rejects. I'll do that again. I love the sing-songy way. Dr. Otto taught me that. Looks, listens, and learns, analyzes, criticizes, accepts, or rejects. That's right. 
So all of that part of our mind, that evaluative part of our mind, is in our conscious awareness. Our ability to focus and concentrate is in our conscious mind. Our power of will is in our conscious mind. Quite simply, the conscious mind is the information that we are immediately aware of or that we have recent recall of. Our conscious mind makes decisions. The bad news is that the conscious mind can only focus on one thing at a time. That's why when you use your willpower sometimes to make a change, it only lasts as long as your focus on that thing lasts, unless you have moved it to being an automatic behavior by repeating it for 30 days or practicing it for 30 days. You still have to focus on that. But, you know, life happens, and our conscious mind can only focus on one thing, and so we often get distracted. That's why we have this program, to remind you to stay focused. That's right. And I know you think you can multitask, but there is a reason we don't want people to text and drive, isn't it? Isn't it because they cannot pay attention to both things at once? If you've ever talked with someone on the phone while they were texting or typing or reading their emails, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The subconscious mind stores every thought, every idea, every experience, and every concept that you or anyone else has ever put in there. All of your beliefs, all of your memories are contained in your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the seed of our emotions and our beliefs and our habits. The subconscious mind runs all bodily functions. It is the part of our thoughts that we are not aware of and the part of our behavior that seems to occur automatically. It is the memories or the emotions from our past that are triggered by a similar event in our present. The subconscious mind can do many things at one time. That's the wonderful part about the subconscious mind. So, you know, the subconscious mind can go sort through the memory of where do we put our keys while still adjusting our blood pressure and making us breathe in a way that will keep us alive and healthy. We access our subconscious mind in three ways. I've already talked about repetition. We can access our subconscious mind by repetition. So we can get information into our subconscious mind by repeating it. We can also get information into our subconscious mind by intentionally going into trance or meditation. But information goes into our subconscious mind even if we aren't aware that we are in trance. And the third way that information is placed into our subconscious mind, unfortunately, is through traumatic events. When something shocks us, the things that are said, the images that are presented, seem to carry more force or more power. That's because they go directly to the subconscious. The conscious mind, in a shock situation, stops evaluating whether they want to accept that information. And so it goes in. And a traumatic event doesn't have to be something major. It doesn't have to be an explosion. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be a small thing. There are many incidents when someone says something to us and it startles us. Physical pain puts us in a state of trance. And so we are more vulnerable to things that are said to us. Emotional pain, in the same way, 
if we are very upset about something, it makes us more vulnerable to information going into our subconscious. That can be something that has to then be addressed later because the subconscious got that suggestion. And here's the bad news about the subconscious mind. It doesn't make decisions. It doesn't decide what's going to be okay or what's not okay. Now, the subconscious mind is programmed to keep you alive, to keep you healthy. It's programmed to make you survive. It would never act against your survival and health, but the subconscious mind does not evaluate the information that comes to it. Only the conscious mind can do that. And once the conscious mind has made a decision to accept a particular behavior, the subconscious mind simply keeps that behavior going as a habit, and that habit occurs automatically. That's why many smokers have such difficulty breaking the habit of smoking just by using their willpower. The habit of smoking is at the subconscious level, not the conscious level. So using the conscious mind to change the smoking habit isn't very effective. The smoker might stop smoking using their will, but then experience craving or return to smoking when they're under stress or in a smoking situation around other smokers. The same would be true for people that eat out of habit. They snack at a particular time or they have particular foods that they associate with positive emotions. And so they do that out of habit. And when they use their will to go on a diet, it only works for a short period of time because really their habit, their subconscious, is following a pattern that they've set up that their conscious mind decided was okay. It is only when we combine the conscious decision with powerful suggestions given to the subconscious that we can make that change work on a more permanent basis. Now, we're about to take another break, a very short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to learn to use this tool called hypnosis for your own benefit. That's right. So this is Mary Beth Lodge, and you are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. 
Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me. We're talking about the tool of hypnosis and how to use it for our own benefit. And first, that first step, is we have to become aware of our day-to-day language. If we always use negative language, any statement that we use in hypnosis is going to be ineffective because we're creating a negative suggestion. So first, you have to listen to what you're saying to yourself. You have to be aware of how you use your language. So... I'd like you just, in general, to think about an area of your life that you want to change. What have you been telling yourself about this issue? If it's your weight, have you used statements like, oh, if I just look at a dessert, it goes straight to my hips? Or, I've always been heavy, it's in my genes. And I like the one, my whole family is fat, it's our metabolism. Yeah, all of these are self-suggestions. You know, we we used to call them self-fulfilling prophecies. I suppose we still do. But the whole point is that as we tell ourselves those suggestions, our subconscious mind hears that, accepts it, and begins to act on it. If the area that you want to change is your finances, what do you tell yourself about money? We have lots of societal statements about money, don't we? Money is the root of all evil. Rich people are greedy. There are the haves and the have-nots. My family, we're the have-nots. Okay, so what does that do for us? It keeps us right where we're at, not happy with our financial status. And it might go even deeper. Maybe you have a belief that you have to deserve money, like a reward for good behavior or that you don't deserve to have money. Maybe you think that the only way to get money is to work very hard, and maybe you think you don't work hard enough. Or maybe you believe that money is bad in some way, even while you have this desire or this wish to have more money. But see, all of these are also self-suggestions. What do you tell yourself? And again, I'd like you to think about the area of your life that you want to change. The first step is to be aware of the suggestions that you repeat to yourself because you have to know how you have programmed your own thinking. How have you created the world around you? 
See, without this awareness, you cannot create new suggestions. And to use the tool of hypnosis for a positive change, of course you have to create new suggestions. Some people are so automatic in their negative language that they really have difficulty hearing themselves. So this takes asking someone else to give you feedback until you can raise your awareness to your own language. The next step is to create a new suggestion. Now, there's an entire system of how to create suggestions, and we don't have time for that here today. But basically, two things that a suggestion has to be. It has to be in positive language, and it has to be personal. So it has to be about you. So when you're giving yourself a suggestion, and it's best to start the suggestion with the word I, not you. I. I am. I create. I have. However you want to put it. Now, suggestions can be words or images or ideas in your imagination. Linking an image with a powerful emotion is even better. Linking an image with a powerful emotion and connecting it with words or a sound is even stronger. You see, the more that you engage all of your senses, the stronger that image is. The more that you are clear on a simple, very simple I statement that is positive, that is something that you are moving towards, again, the stronger that suggestion becomes. Once again, think about that area of your life that you want to change. Can you create a picture in your mind of what it is that you want as the outcome? Can you make a statement about it? Can you bring up a powerful emotion to connect the picture to? What does it feel like to be in that outcome? And if you can't bring up that emotion, it doesn't have to come from that suggestion. It's okay. You can put a new emotion onto your image. Remember at the beginning of this show, I asked you to think of an event that gave you a really good feeling? You can create that feeling again, and then in your mind, think of the image you just created of the outcome you'd like to achieve. You now have a powerful suggestion. Now, I don't have to teach you anything more about hypnosis, and you could make this change. You see, since your mind naturally goes into trance, you could use this natural state to repeat your suggestion and imagine the image and emotion you just linked to it. You could do this every day for 30 days and you will have created a new habit or thought for your subconscious to act out. You can also learn how to intentionally place yourself into that natural state of trance. It's not that hard. Just breathe and relax. Let your mind drift into that quiet place and then start your suggestion, image, and emotion. Play it through several times. Congratulations, you just did your own hypnosis session. So I know I made this sound so simple, and maybe it seems maybe it seems simple to do. It is simple to do. Just play with it. Pick something easy at first and just try it out. Practice it until you see results. The more that you begin to experience how easy this tool is to learn and use, the more confidence you will have in using it. Once you notice the change you set out to make, you'll want to make more changes, and eventually you'll be using it for all kinds of things that you wanted to change for yourself. 
Okay, so we've covered the myths of hypnosis, awareness of your language, and that hypnosis is a natural state that your brain automatically uses on a regular basis. So what did you learn today? And how will you use it? Did you create a powerful suggestion to use today? You already practice meditation. You could use this time to give yourself a suggestion. Or you could use that time when you're going to sleep or waking up to repeat your suggestion. And remember to include the image and the positive emotion with it to the best effect. So take this out into your world. Make it work for you. Practice it. Repeat it. And we'll talk about this topic again someday, and then you can learn more. But for right now, know that you already know enough to use the tool of hypnosis for whatever change you want to make. I want to thank you for joining me here today on What Matters. I want to thank you for listening and choosing to make a change in your life. So as we close our program today, I really want to congratulate you on taking the time for yourself. You've demonstrated that you are worth your own time. So take this a step further. Go out there and make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.